What is going on? Children being told to embrace homosexuality and transgenderism? Men taking over women's sports and locker rooms? And where is the absentee church in all of this? We are grooming our children at the altar of transgenderism. We're going to talk about that right here today on the Dunamis Word. Call somebody and tell them Pastor Burnett is on the air and your blessing is coming to you today. is Pastor Harvey Burnett and you have tuned in to the Dunamis Word and listen, I am just thankful I'm grateful, I'm downright excited that you've taken the time to join us today listen, we have some important things to talk to you about and talk with you about uh, today, we haven't been on this particular podcast in quite a while but nevertheless, the glory of the Lord the Lord has been blessing and We're going forth in the glory of the Lord and doing what the Lord wants us to do. Yes, we survived COVID and everybody's healthy and well and we're moving forward uh, in Jesus name because COVID is not God. COVID is not the author and the finisher of life. Amen. It is the Lord that is in control and that is still yet on the throne. But again, I'm Pastor Harvey Burnett and uh, you can uh, call me. If you'd like, at 800-730-2990. as 800-730-2990 for any prayer requests that you have. Or you can email us at dunamis1 at netzero.com. Uh, for those of you who are listening to this broadcast and you don't know our website, our website is The Dunamis Word. And it is at www.bethelburnett. That's all one word. B-E-T-H-E-L. Burnett. B-U-R-N-E-T-T. Dot blogspot. B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T. Dot com. Bethelburnett. Dot blogspot. Dot com. I never did get a direct um, uh, path or or whatever uh, to that particular uh, uh, website, but it's 
worked out <laughs> over the years the way that it is. And we thank God for you, uh, those readers and uh, those who continue to come. Uh, even though we don't publish as often and frequently as we have in times past, uh, it is still uh, a very popular website. We've got about 700 articles out there uh, that you can peruse and read through. Uh, some things you may agree with, some things you may not, but that's okay. Uh, but we do our best to uh, set forth the word of the Lord and to share with you what God is sharing with us. Uh, so please uh, pray for and along with us as we continue the Dunamis word. Listen, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, I, I'm just sick of the fact that our children are being groomed. That's it. Our children are being groomed into the acceptance of transgenderism and also homosexuality within our public education. Now, I want to uh, be clear uh, from the beginning. Uh, some people in the church, you know, the church is, is, is really different. Um, and maybe I should get into the scripture first. Let, let, let's get into the scripture first. Uh, let's do it like that. <laughs> Psalms 112, before I get carried away, Psalms 112 uh, says like this in the Dewey Reams, uh, 1899, American edition of the Bible. It says, praise the Lord, ye children. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from henceforth, now and forever. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, uh, uh, the name of the Lord is worthy of praise. The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above all heavens. Who is as the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high and looketh down on low things in heaven and in earth raising up the needy from the earth and lifting up the poor out of the dunghill that he may place him with princes with the princes of his people uh, who maketh uh, a barren uh, woman to dwell in the house uh, the joyful mother of children thank God for the reading and the hearing of that word and I chose that particular edition uh, because it actually uh, brings out something that the King James does not. Uh, whereas the King James says, praise ye the Lord, and simply uh, leaves it like that. There's a little extra that's in there, and it says, praise ye the Lord, ye children. A little something extra uh, there from the translation um, uh, that I thought was appropriate to this. Because I am sick and tired of our children being delivered to the altar of Molech. Uh, here, a revised version of Molech, uh, granted, but the altar of Molech nonetheless. Uh, if you would go out to the Dunamis Word uh, blog, I've written a series of articles, uh, three articles, on Molech. Uh, Molech Renewal, that's what I call it. Uh, Molech Renewal Parts 1, 2, and 3. And in Part 2, I talk about the survival of the children um, uh, the survival of the child murder through Moab and Ammon and uh, how child murder the excuse to uh, denigrate children to murder children has survived uh, in another form but certainly has survived over time uh, and that thing was inspired uh, all over the world uh, through, I believe, the cultic and occultic worship of a false god or a demon uh, called Molech and also Chemosh, 
uh, as we go. And those things were fostered um, by the tribes of Moab and Ammon, uh, which were uh, descendants of Lot that were descended actually through his daughters, descended through, um, um, you know, incestuous uh, plot and plan um, and, and all of that. And I don't want to go into a great deal of detail because time won't allow fully in this particular broadcast. But th- my contention is, as I've wrote in those articles, is that many of those practices have just changed names. Many of those um, uh, things that were done, many of the rituals have changed names. They become more advanced and sophisticated. We now call baby murder abortion. Uh, you know, we take on um, uh, new roles for that. We call uh, homosexuality instead of um, uh, homosexuals instead of sodomites. Now we call them homosexuals. Um, we call them gay. We put different terms on various types of things that the Bible certainly didn't have those terms for. Um, now we're into the day of transgender, where individuals change their uh, their sex or they identify uh, say it like that they identify as a uh, sex or a gender that they were not born now how you can identify you can think you are uh, but uh, let me tell you what I don't care what you change what you cut off what you put on whatever um, the fact of the matter is that a man will never be a woman and a woman will never be a man that is uh, innate it is chromosomal uh, this is something, uh, your identity, who you are, is something that you cannot escape from till the day that you die. You are born uh, like you are. You can cover it up. You can change a lot of things. Nobody's saying that you can't. But what I am saying is, is that the true essence, a man will never be a woman. A man will never get pregnant. It won't happen. You can try to insert a womb if you want, but the biological chromosomal patterns and makeup do not support or facilitate a uterus within a male Um, uh, (laughs) and all of this. You can try all of these things that men are trying and they're basically uh, doing what what, you know, we used to uh, talk about back in the uh, days of Dr. Frankenstein. That's what they're doing with men and mankind now. But let me get to the heart of this now. uh, uh, Gay Abbas group that works uh, in with our youth and this is the thing that distresses me you do what you want to do but now you're coming down to trying to capture the minds of the youth because you want them to accept you and all of this and now the current trend because of the president president biden's encouragements and other other things um the the current trend is that now we're looking at the harm uh, this done within the schools of children who are transgender. Uh, there was some talk of, you know, before gay marriage was uh, made the law of the land of the harm that was happening with children who were gay and homosexuals that couldn't speak out. Uh, so we see the same pattern following here uh, through transgender and transgenderism. Uh, a group called GLSEN. Um, has said that 75% in a study that they founded, 75% of transgender youth feel unsafe at school. Uh, so, you know, this is why we need better transgender policies. Their grade point averages are significantly lower. 
uh, they have definite concern for their life and health and and for their uh, ability to adapt and to be in classes. Now, I'm not minimizing that and saying that that's not an issue. It's an issue, but I believe it's an issue that's deeper than just someone's gender uh, or someone's uh, wanting to be another gender other than they were born. Let me go a little bit further. Um, I just point out a couple of things because there's so much to point out in uh, in this. Uh, so I don't want to overwhelm um, you with this. But in, uh, we see this um, uh, pressure that's going on within the schools. In 2021, uh, a California teacher named uh, Kristen uh, Pitson, um, she was put on suspension and investigated uh, because she allowed her students to pledge allegiance um, to the gay flag instead of pledging allegiance to um, the flag of the United States of America. Um, let me read to you what the New York Post uh, said that she um, said regarding this particular incident. She says, quote, unquote, I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it. And this is to the gay flag uh, or on the Pledge of Allegiance, which most schools say the Pledge of Allegiance um, used to be uh, every day. Um, but uh, to the gay flag, she says, I always tell my, my class, stand if you feel like it. Uh, don't stand if you uh, if you feel like it. Say the words if you want. You don't have to say the words. Um, uh, she said, goes on to say, so my class decided to stand, but to not say the words, which is totally fine um and uh, somehow or rather she felt that giving their kids an opportunity to um, uh, express their allegiance to the gay flag was a good thing now not to mention the fact that this puts children in all kinds of um, a problematic situation because you, here you have a teacher that's responsible for the children either passing or failing and now this teacher has presented a dichotomy of uh, uh, a situation uh, a confusing situation before them and of course the first thing like anybody would think um, you know this teacher could pass me this teacher could fail me based on uh, this particular uh, instance well Miss Kirsten uh, Kristen uh, she went on and did this. She didn't see anything wrong with it. In fact, she produced a video where she was laughing and giggling about it. She was, it was just so funny and it was just so nice, uh, to do. And it was just something that was done and, and all of that. Sickening, sickening, sickening. This is called grooming, grooming a child into accepting certain behavior. You're no better than the pedophile, than the child trafficker who uh, presents a situation, who uh, 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 tries to get someone to change their mind or to expose them to certain things gradually over time to accept certain damnable behaviors. And you're trying to go around and, and, and make this seem like it's normal. It's not normal at all. Uh, from this broadcast, just over a couple of days ago, um, there was a teacher that was fired in an Ohio school. Now, this is happening in our school system. The, notice these people are not going out on the street trying to get uh, a bunch of adults 
You know, they're not going out to the mall saying, hey, I'm gay here. Have this bracelet and celebrate us as gay. No, they're trying to go to the LCD, the lowest common denominator. The weakest uh, group on the uh, uh, on the block is, is the children and trying to get them to accept and trying to shove this upon them and trying to make them uh, accept these things. An openly gay substitute teacher in Ohio was passing out these gay bracelets and the um, uh, and they had a gay pride it was a gay pride bracelet and um, the school district in that particular case had enough nerve to fire this teacher and the teacher says I'm I'm crushed that this would happen he said now I'm cut off from them I'm cut off from them this is what he said uh, according to, um, let me see, the Sacramento B <laughs> News, he said, I'm cut off from them, not to mention from my livelihood as well. I'm hurt more deeply than than I think I've ever been. Yeah, listen to this. Hurt because he cannot promote his gay pride or make his students accept his gay pride. Now that's that's gayness. We already know about this swimmer, and I'm going from one uh, thing to another. And somebody said, "Well, uh, Pastor Burnett, uh, a homosexual is not necessarily a transgender, and vice versa." And that is true. But what I'm talking about is the spirit of what's going on. These individuals, whether they're gay, whether they are uh, transgender, or whatever the case is, these folks are targeting youth, youth sports activity, all of these type of things, and they're trying to change the culture within these things led by a president who is certainly backwards doesn't know what he's doing or talking about but nevertheless here we have a swimmer that fails the swimming as a man and then changes he says he wants to be a woman and he begins to swim in the ivy league and he swims and he breaks records and all of this type of thing and they think it's normal here we have others other individuals that um, uh, are named females of the year and they're cross-dressers all they are is men dressing as women posing as women god forbid what what type of confusion is this we have the director of health and human services i believe that is a transgender man a man living as a woman not a woman he's a man living as a woman be truthful and where is the church? Oh, my God, help us. Where is the church in all of this melee? Listen, uh, I'm going to have to unpack this a little bit further. But we need to ask the question, where is the church in this? So I'm going to go a little bit longer than I intended to go. I'll be right back after this life insurance just may be the best and most efficient way to create and leave a lasting financial legacy don't let your loved ones wonder what you felt about them secure life insurance plan is right for you by calling the professionals of dunamis insurance and business services at 309-648-5351 health issues turned down elsewhere don't worry dunamis has a plan for you 
We search our vast network of the nation's most highly rated insurers and find the company that's best for you. And most of all, you get a professional, knowledgeable agent that will stay with you and help you navigate the insurance minefield. Remember, for life, health, disability, annuities, and more, call Dunamis at 309-648-5351 because Dunamis offers powerful solutions.
bless the name of the Lord. Listen, as I was talking earlier, um, where is the church in all of this? We see the problem. You see it on TV. You see it repeated. You see uh, a president that is encouraging uh, transgenderism. You see the gay advocacy groups that are pointing out the fact they said that, hey, um, you know, uh, because people are not accepting this, transgender students are killing themselves. And there's a high rate of suicide. And we've got to acknowledge, yes, there's a high rate of suicide. We see that people are damaging themselves and all of that type of thing. But could it be because of sin? Could it be because somebody is doing something that they should not be doing? Could it be because someone is embracing a lifestyle? Someone is embracing something, some activities some things that are contrary to the will of god and that are wrong and that are vile and offensive and being taught and led into these things and they're feeling the psychological the emotional uh, weight of being separated from the true and the living god could it be because of that because they are abusing themselves they are creating something within their own minds yeah, that is pressureful. Uh, listen, when I was in sin, <laughs> okay, you got your story, but I have mine too. When I was in sin, I didn't feel comfortable when I knew the truth. Okay. Uh, why do we expect sinners to feel comfortable? The problem is, where is the church in this? Many in the church are so caught up in who's going to be the next bishop, who's going to uh, preach next Sunday, who's going to uh, be the choir director or the chief musician, who's going to do this, that, and the other. Uh, you don't even really understand the argument. You don't really understand the fact that your 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 choir director is 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 gay and suffering with gayness, uh, suffering with homosexuality suffering because he's standing in front of you on Sunday uh, or she is standing in front of you on Sunday and um, they know that their life is out as disoriented as uh, was what I want to say disjointed uh, from the Lord and his will but yet and still you sit there and eat it up in the name of entertainment you're happy you just go on uh, you accept these these the um, these uh, pedophilic preachers uh, who come in and seduce uh, uh, young people who are sitting and presiding over churches and while you're uh, sitting there saying oh they, they you know we should love everybody and yet and still you don't love the victims you don't love them who have been victimized that is still yet going on the church is is uh, advocated itself into oblivious silence because of what it has embraced and accepted. Listen, what did Jesus say about this? Let me uh, uh, talk in, in Mark chapter uh, 10, um, I believe around verse 13. And I think that it's also in Matthew chapter 9, uh, around the same, verse 13 or 14. But nevertheless, I'll read it to you. And uh, Mark chapter 9 verse 10 uh, or chapter 10 verse mark chapter 10 i'm sorry verse um 13 it says and they brought young children to him and they're talking about jesus that he should touch them and his disciples rebuked those that brought them now let me tell you what the disciples were there with jesus they were not the ones who brought the young children to jesus and this is sad 
The disciples that are closest to Jesus know his miracle working power, know what he has done, know how he's able to heal, touch and deliver. They are not the ones that's bringing the children to Jesus. And that's where we are uh, right now as a church. If I was to indict the church, which I'm not, because this is the Lord's church. He's going to indict it himself. You know, I've I've learned that uh, over years. The Lord is going to call uh, these uh, leaders, quote unquote, uh, to judgment himself. And he's going to do the indictment. All I can do is point it out. But here, the leaders uh, standing around Jesus, they refused. They did not bring the children to Jesus, but they prohibited them that were bringing the children. In other words, the concerns of the children. They did not bring those things. They were isolated away from them. This is a sad situation. When we look at our communities, and let me deal even more specifically with the black communities. The black community, you know who's, who's, who's being aborted hand over foot within the black communities? Black children. And where is the black church? The black church is silent. Do you see them? You see the Catholic folks uh, out on the marches. You see them when it comes down to anti-abortion things or organizations. You see the the Catholic folks, the white people, uh, prominently uh, standing against certain things. But where the black folks and the black folks community are suffering to the point that now that the rate of death within the black community almost exceeds the rate to which children are being born into the black community. The black community has relegated itself to a third uh, or second minority, possibly even a third uh, minority in the United States. His influence has gone all the way down. Where was the influence of the black community originally? It was deeply rooted within the church and the church has backed up, abdicated its responsibility, hung crosses and, and, and chains around, uh, draped crosses and chains around the necks of its leaders, uh, decided to live in high society places and, and, and drive nice cars and have big meetings and hotels, which God broke down through COVID. Thank God for that. And, uh, and now, you know, what is it doing? The children are suffering. And it's sitting silently doing nothing. Jesus said, uh, verse 14, he said, but when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased. He was displeased. What was he displeased with? He was displeased with those prohibitors who were around him claiming to be his disciples and leaders. He was displeased, much displeased, much displeased. What are we doing? You know, ask yourself. What are we doing when our children are exposed to this in schools and we sit ourselves at home and we think they're going to prayer and Bible band Friday night service or to hear the next preacher that comes in town is more important than what our children are exposed to. They're exposed to all kinds of stuff. Music. uh, Sexuality. Remember one time my, my son shared with me how the children were ridiculing him. His students and fellow students in high school were ridiculing him because he had a dad. See, I was there. I was on my job every day, not just once, but I was there every day. And they were not familiar with that type of thing. Their mothers were involved, some of them, 
Not all of them. Some of their mothers were involved, but uh, many of them did not have fathers there for whatever reason, because we find out through studies that the uh, uh, black male is one of the most engaged ethnicities with their child's education. But for whatever reason, they began to criticize him because uh, I was there. Theirs was not there. It's very important you stand in your place and do what's needed to be done. Jesus was displeased because of these attitudes and said unto them, Suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. He said, for of such is the kingdom. Don't, he said, don't prohibit these children. Let them come to me. Right now, you cannot go into the public school and try to encourage any of the kids to come to Jesus. If you do that, they'll throw you out. But you can encourage them to come to the next gay parade. You can encourage them to come to the next transgender meeting. In fact, you have sex education uh, being handled in most public school settings by transgender, those who identify themselves as queer, gay, those are who are uh, conducting your children's sex education within many public schools from place to place while they've relegated abstinence education to nothing. What is the church saying? Where is the church in all of these things? My God, stop indoctrinating our children into transgenderism. These are our tax dollars. And they're using them to groom our children into deviant and alternate lifestyles and behaviors. And they're daring you to say anything about it. Well, it's time for the church to stand up, make a stand wherever you are. Cry loud and spare not. Listen, this is Pastor Harvey Burnett. Thank you for tuning in today. Listen, may God smile upon you and bless you in Jesus name.